Now, Nadir, firstly, uh, you know, the policy dilemma that the Federal Reserve is facing in hiking interest rates. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, Sakina, I think the, the difficulty for the Fed is that in anticipation of hiking interest rates, we've obviously seen the dollar being exceptionally rampant, you know. So we've seen uh, the RAND and all emerging market currencies weaken considerably against the dollar. But, uh, uh, and in fact, we saw the RAND go to as, as low as 12 Rand 30 to the dollar yesterday. But, uh, you know, more importantly, we're seeing the RAND, I mean, uh, the dollar strengthening against uh, developed market currencies as well. So, you know, we saw it uh, fell to, uh, fall to 1 Rand 6 cents to the euro and possibly reaching parity sometime very soon. We see it strengthening against uh, the pound and we see it strengthening against the Japanese yen. Now, the problem for the Federal Reserve is that the expectation of interest rate hikes has strengthened their currency and thereby weakened their inflation outlook. Now, you know, obviously the Federal Reserve has a dual mandate of uh, full employment as well as a 2% inflation target. Now, you know, obviously if the, if the dollar is strengthening as rapidly as it is, it's going to have an impact on uh, declining inflation and then, you know, uh, are the Federal Reserve really in a position to start hiking interest rates when inflation is going to be slowing? And, you know, over and above that, uh, you know, there's obviously many multinational corporates which are based in the U.S. and uh, their profitability is obviously going to be severely impacted by a stronger dollar, you know, because uh, they derive their revenues in a number of currencies and when they repatriate that back into dollars, they're going to see their earnings come under pressure. So, you know, that could have knock-on effects for the stock market and for risk assets and unintended consequences there. So, you know, it's going to be quite interesting to see how the Federal Reserve do, uh, deals with this dilemma of uh, a possibly uh, declining inflation and uh, possible uh, pressure coming on to U.S. corporate earnings uh, at their meeting next week. You know, I think a lot of people are pricing in uh, interest rate hike coming in June, and uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, the word patient is going to be removed from the Federal Reserve uh, comments or Federal Reserve policy statement next week. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that. And obviously, you know, they can't be completely, uh, they can't be uh, completely agnostic of uh, global developments and the fact that uh, the European, the, the, the European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan are still pumping massive amounts of liquidity into financial markets. So we're going to have to wait and see how that, uh, how that rolls out. And then a bit of companies news, uh, the telecom share price has been, uh, you know, something that people have been talking about. Nadir, what's driving that price lower? Yeah, you know, I mean, we see that uh, the share price has lost almost a fifth of its value in the space of a week. It's down about 18%, um, in, uh, after closing up about uh, 2.5% yesterday. So, you know, there's been a couple of negative announcements that have come up around Telcom. Um, you know, obviously the deal uh, with the well, government has indicated they won't be selling its stake. That was the first big uh, negative piece of news that came out there. And then also um, MTN uh, uh, sort of indicated that they won't be making a bid for telecom, you know, so I think uh, a lot of the run-up in the share price had come over the fact that uh, operational efficiencies will be reached with a radio sharing deal with MTN or a possible takeover from uh, one of the mobile operators who are looking to rapidly expand in the, in, in, in the data market, you know, but uh, MTN came
out with a statement a, a, a couple of weeks back or about a week or so back and indicated that uh, they won't be making an offer for Telcom and they're going to be consolidating their assets and uh, trying to grow uh, data stream and uh, trying to grow revenue in regions outside of South Africa and in Africa. So, uh, yeah, the share price has been coming under considerable pressure on the back of uh, pr- pr- predominantly those two factors. Government not selling its stake and MTN um, indicating that they're not pursuing a deal to with, with Telcom. And just finally, Nadir, the mining numbers coming out today, uh, what can we expect there? Yeah, you know, I think we can see, um, we're going to see a marginal uh, increase in, in, in output from the mines. You know, I think uh, obviously there's the, the very low base effect of, uh, you know, a year ago when the, when the platinum mining sector was on strike, we're going to see rebasing effects there like we did with our GDP numbers, you know, where quarter on quarter the numbers look really good. But year on year, they were still, re- uh, uh, year, uh, but year on year it's still really disappointing, you know. So I think uh, we're going to see similar impacts there with the, with the mining production numbers. Um, and, you know, I think uh, it's, it's, it's increasingly becoming a cause for concern, Sakina, you know, that uh, mining uh, obviously contributes a large part to our economy. And, you know, in, in, in quarters to come, we could see that number come under further pressure if electricity constraints prove to be more binding than what they are, you know. So if electricity constraints prove to be more binding than what they are, what they are obviously we're going to see uh, mining having, having to shut down the operations for longer periods. And that's going to have an impact on, on, on mining production. And, you know, over and above that, uh, the rampant dollar is obviously not good for commodity prices. You know, we all know that commodity prices come under significant pressure when the dollar is strong. So, you know, if commodity prices continue to dwindle from this point, um, you know, we could see further cuts in production because there's simply many more mines which are, you know, not, and not profitable anymore and have to be closed down over the long term or production has to be cut back in order to, to prevent a supply glut like we've been seeing in the iron ore market and many other markets in order to, you know, stabilize the price. So it's a, uh, Unfortunately, pretty dire times ahead, um, you know, and we see a lot of mining companies talking about cutting back on production um, and, uh, and, and only keeping uh, profitable operations open with the, that meet return and equity targets. So, and I think over the long term, as long as commodity prices remain depressed, there isn't really a good story to tell in the mining sector.